0: Faith is disturbing. Believe it. Okay.
1: What's going on, geeks? You listen to episode 344 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out. Are, are we geeking out about Harry Potter? Uh, we're talking. <laughs> we're about talking Harry about it. Oh boy! I I was gonna say I think I
0: think we're all a little bit bitter in some ways, like with
1: we're talking about Harry Potter. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) the some new trailers, Mario, Zelda, more, um, and Amazon basically reviving MGM Studios in a lot of ways. Yeah, at least a bunch of their properties. But we'll start out with the games that we've been playing, um, LJ. Why don't we start with you?
0: Yeah, I've been playing some fun stuff this week. Uh, so by the time this episode goes up, Disney Speedstorm will be out. Um, I've had a review copy for since Friday. Yeah, since Friday, and it is—it's a lot of fun. It is. Um, so it's going to sound dirty when I say Game Loft, right? Because it is like no well known for like the older like mobile games. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh I would say so. They also made Dreamlight Valley, right? Which Dreamlight yeah. Valley is a lot of people enjoy it. It does have like mobile style, like you know, pay like you know, paid elements to it. But it's Dreamlight Valley is one of those games where I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Like people seem to be enjoying it without that. Um and Speedstorm I'd say is is the same way. Um, I did get a Founders Pack uh, from the PR company and it, it let me unlock so Mick, uh, Mickey and Donald and then like another character I wanted to use. Um, but I've already also unlocked two other characters like since then, and I'm sure with every season they're going to have um you know other themes. Um, so like right now it's Monsters Inc. themed for the most part. So I unlocked uh, Mike Wazowski. Um, but you can be other characters like Sully and Cecilia, um, and then one of the the character that I did I had one available character from the Founders Pack, like just I can choose anyone to unlock. So I unlocked Beast from Beauty and the Beast, and solid um, solid choice. So um, they do have like categories for um, the racers, like because of like the, their play style and like weapons um i would say this compares a lot more to like the sonic racing games than like mario kart which the last couple of sonic racing games have been pretty darn good um you there's customization and all that stuff my favorite thing is obviously you're going to race in like disney tracks and like disney mm-hmm. like theme tracks and all that uh, my favorite thing is the soundtrack um they basically remix the soundtrack like certain like certain well-known songs and do like almost like dubstep like house like you know like techno kind of version of them um and it's they they're really cool because they use actual sound clips like they have on the jungle book stage they have a a version of trust in trust in me and then um obviously um and then so the hercules stages they have a remix of zero to hero um mulan they have um i don't remember which song it was now i think about it Gosh. Um, but they do a couple like, where, like, like, they'll have words and then some of them won't. But, like, you just, it's one of those things you just know those songs so well, so it just hits. Um, the Mickey stages, like the classic Toontown stages, are like classic Mickey Mouse songs and all that. And that's by far my favorite part of the game. Um, so I think that's going to be free to play um, this week. And I really don't think you absolutely need to. I, I'm not sure how. It'll work, like, when you don't have um, anything. I mean, maybe I think it's just, like, Mickey or something. But I don't think it's going to be difficult to get. They do this thing now, what's called shards with a lot of mobile games. If you collect enough of these, like, tokens of these characters and stuff like that, then then you'll be able to get them pretty quickly. Um, Off of the starter stages, I think, alone, because there's, like, starter tracks, I got Goofy off of one um, as soon as I finished Mickey and Donald's. Um, and then there's other characters I think you'll be able to get that way too. Um, so I think it's super fun. It's a really, I think if Gameloft adopts this idea of, hey, we're, we can make quality games and still have some of those mobile trappings too. I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Speedstorm is super fun. Though. I've been playing a lot of it. Uh, I did get a Steam code. Cool. So I was not only playing on Steam on PC, but it worked perfectly on my deck. Even though it doesn't, like, say, like, whether it's verified or not, I think I've discovered that the verified system on Steam is kind of fast and loose with it. Like, there are certain games that are untested or, you know, that are just, that I've found that do work amazing. Um, and this is one of them. So, yeah, um, the Founders Pack I had had a battle pass and everything and all that. Um, so, I, I I think I got off to a pretty nice little start, um, covering the game. Um so yeah i recommend looking into that um i wish i knew whether it was going to be free to play right away or not but i I think it might be Um, i know dreamlight valley technically isn't i think that game is still considered in like early access or something Mm -hmm. um but yeah um the other thing i've been playing that kind of popped out of nowhere is i think i talked about this before is um there's a game called x defiant it's that ubisoft like call of duty shooter and people got really upset when the Tom Clancy name was attached to this because it's very brightly colored. It's it has more properties than than Tom Clancy. Um, it has like uh, Far Cry style classes. Um, DeadSec from um, Watch Dogs is like a is like a faction. So it's got a bunch of factions like from Ubisoft games. You have the Phantoms. From Ghost, you have the Phantoms from Ghost Recon. You have the Libertantes from Far Cry Six. You have this, um, kind of one of, like, the evil factions, or one of, like, the enemy factions from, like, the Division Mm -hmm. um, that that wear a bunch of fire fireman gear, and they have a bunch of, like, fire related powers. Um, and then you have the Echelon, which is Splinter-style Cell stuff, so they're, like, the more stealthy type of um, characters. And then there's, like, DedSec, which are, like, the more, obviously hacker-style characters character classes right um i think it's fun it feels like old school call of duty like there's not like there's not a lot of to it it's just jumping in the game picking your picking what guns you want and kind of a thing and just getting in there and just running some matches uh, i i think it's super fun it's a closed beta technically but there's no nda right now uh, i got i got a key from the twitch drop um like from the first 48 hours it went live and it's live until like the 23rd so which is like a whole like it's probably about a whole week, so... Uh, I think it's fun. It seems like they're getting close to release because they're just letting people like stream it and get video of it and everything, so... I think it's fun. Like, to me, I think we need more competition for, like, the Call of Duties and the Fortnites out there. And, um, yeah, I think not, it's... Not, not that this is good, going healthy to competition. A... Yeah, yeah, like, not that this is going to really overthrow Call of Duty, but I feel like this is a more quality shooter than, like, there's a lot of free-to-play games out there that are, like, totally crashing and burning um mm-hmm. but I think uh there's a lot of people I think that are faithful to those Ubisoft franchises and or at least to Ubisoft that still enjoy those games and I think I think it's a fun like it just feels like I'm playing old school Call of Duty and like that's kind of what I want so <laughs> it's good I'm enjoying it so those are the things I played this week what about you Shelly I didn't play anything new, but I've been playing
2: more Persona 3D Portable. I think I am kind of starting to finally get it and kind of get into that groove a, a little bit um, of understanding, like, you know, when to go into Tartarus and what to do when I'm in Tartarus um, and what to do when I'm not in Tartarus. <laughs> it's It's... Always, I, I'm finally hitting that struggle of like, oh, yeah. shoot, everybody wants to hang out with me today. Who do I prioritize? Who do I hang out with? I want to hang out with everybody, which happens in right? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. you always try and like figure out who to hang out with. Um, I didn't really understand the extent of the differences in, in Portable, the differences between the male and female protagonists. And I actually chose male because um, I, one, the cutscenes I got are from FES, which only has the male protagonists. And two, I figured it would be fun to... On first playthrough play with the male protagonist as kind of original intention a little bit Mm. and then on replay be able to do the uh, female protagonist. Um, But I didn't really realize the extent of like the differences between the two in the sense of like what social links you get available to you. Um, Which I think is actually really cool um, Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's so many games where being um, male or female doesn't have any impact on the story which is fine i think that's a fine baseline right i think it's always good to be able to like choose whatever feels represents you or whatever you want to play right but then mm-hmm. i think it's really neat actually that it's like oh being a man or woman actually affects your relationship with people and you can like get closer with some people that can with others and they the that's conversations cool. you have end up being different and i'm like i actually think that's like Really cool, and I think maybe because that's I don't know more realistic to real life, right? Well, it makes sense too (laughs) because
0: you only play as male characters in four and five, so it's almost like exactly when you think about it, it would have been real nice if they maybe just decided to do that going forward with the series.
2: Oh, I know it would have been nice, but and then obviously, (laughs) you know,
0: you playing as a female character that's probably what you want to do, and it'll probably you'll probably be able to connect with them more. I mean, exactly, yeah. Whenever I
2: replay the game, I I think so, Mm -hmm. but
0: um. I just think that's neat. I think
2: that's uh, an underrated sort of thing where, you know, there is an idea of, you know, obviously men work women equal, right? That's not, you know, I'm not trying to say that's bad or anything. I think in video games, that's still really good baselines, especially in RPGs. I think that's sort of like, I feel like you kind of, in most games nowadays, you kind of need to be able to have that, like, either Mm -hmm. or. Um, Especially if you're creating your character, it's already a thing most games have, but that almost never has any impact on the story. Um, or game itself like even gameplay or anything so i just think it's kind of cool how they're like no you actually get an entirely different experience not entirely but like you I, for example junpei is the um sort of main guy friend that you have in the game mm-hmm. and i was trying to figure out for the longest time like well how do i unlock his social link because he's my bud and i always try to prioritize the Yoske's or the um Ryuji's, right? Mm-hmm. The first kind of guy friends you get, right? I'm like, oh, he's my best bud. I need to be friends with him. Yeah. Um, I don't get to be friends with him. <laughs> I get oh, to wow. be friends with somebody else who is, um, in my opinion, way, way worse. But that's okay. Like, I'm kind of <laughs> trade-off because I'm like, oh! But it also means I can be friends with the uh, girl character who you meet at the beginning. Um, and if I was girl... Then I don't get that social link. I again, it would give me something else, and I'm just like, that's okay. kind of like neat. That's kind of cool. Like, and and but just so different than what I'm used to. Um, mm. But I think it's cool that, and it gives people a reason to play the game again. Yeah, you know. And I don't know if you could do new game plus plus the other gender. I'm sure you can. That's right. But it's like it, it gives you more incentive to go back and play it again because then you can play with a different perspective mm-hmm. um and different a little bit of a different um sort of time right you just things kind of change i think that's super cool again i think more games than you utilize that i think people were kind of like scared to i don't know because like you know again it's like well being a man or woman shouldn't affect how you play the game but i think for a game like this where it's like it takes place at school for the most part um and you're, you're, you're in high school, you're hanging out with other high schoolers for the most part, I'm like, yeah, mm. gender dynamics are a thing, and you shouldn't mm-hmm. really ignore that. Like, that is a legitimate thing that exists, and I think it's really mm-hmm. cool that they, like, basically tried to put that into this game. I think that's really cool. Um, and takes way more time and effort than just, like, switching all the pronouns, <laughs> you know, in dialogue, right? That's <laughs> right, usually what games right. do. They just switch the dialogue. And again, that's better than nothing. It's better than just locking down whatever you can do, but... um. Anyway, so that game, I'm starting to finally kind of, like, get and understand a little bit more um, and kind of getting in that groove, which is good because I was a little bit worried. I was like, am I going to, like, you know, especially because I've heard this game in particular, you really do need to grind. Um, Mm. And I'm like, am I going to enjoy grinding this game? And I think I'm finally kind of getting to a point where I am. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm kind of figuring out how to grind in this game and this makes sense to me and I can work with this. Like, I can grind. I can do it. So that's been good um my husband's still playing Octopath he started it, and it's just obviously gorgeous um mm. music's great and the gameplay looks very similar which is cool um all the characters seem really um cool and fun uh, at least that i've seen uh, i like how uh, one is just edmund montez from uh mount the uh count of Monte Cristo. like he's just that character essentially like he gets like (laughs) thrown to prison and like goes on this whole revenge quest thing i think that's pretty cool um yeah most of the characters seem pretty fun and they can like have little like essentially paralogues or like little side quests with uh one of the other characters which again in the first game they didn't really interact with each other at at all which was like really weird but i think it's cool in this game they there's some of these characters have sort of like side quests that affect two of them and so they'll like talk to each other about it and, like, work together on it. I think that's pretty neat. Um, But, yeah, again, I'm not playing it. I'm just watching it. But it's very fun to watch. I I have a good time um, with that because it's very... um, I guess it's not actually that cinematic, but I think I kind of get tricked on thinking cinematic with, like, how pretty it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's cool. Cool game, though. Um, But that's what I've been playing. Sweet. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've just been playing Chained Echoes some more. I've been doing that Mm -hmm. on the stream still. Mm-hmm. I play about an hour at a time. Uh I haven't been playing like more than an hour per stream. Uh but we basically get through like a story beat. Um, oh cool. That's been really cool. Yeah. So for those who aren't you know, streaming it, uh kind of know that you can get through a story beat in about an hour and you, it's really easy. Uh to put the pick that game up for an hour put it down.
0: Sounds like we mm-hmm. got a pretty good pace.
1: Yeah. Really, really enjoying that. It's been really cool. It's been really, really nice for the streams too, because I can just kind of it gets this nicely like, closing bit, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna stop there because we can, um, and I'm not stopping in the middle of a you know a story beat or anything. Yeah, but, uh, really loving it. And then my I guess I'll mention it. I won't talk about it a whole lot, but um, I mentioned that I did a one shot a few weeks ago with a, a crew of new D and D players, and they want to D and, they want to play D and D regularly. Uh, and so I dived real deep into it. Uh, is probably the word, uh, <laughs> trying to get the world building and, you know, what do we want for, for our maps? And my wife was showing me, uh, the different like module pieces that you can, you can make or you can buy, <laughs> definitely not going to buy. And, uh, I was like, that's a whole hobby within itself. We could like spend hours and hours making little modular pieces for this game, for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think I'm going to do that, but. Uh, try to figure all that out has been a lot of fun, and piece together the story, or at least this uh, world for them to play in. Uh, I knew that I definitely wanted to go like homebrew with the for the for the overworld, uh, and just kind of make our own thing. But diving in is really really cool. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I uh, haven't watched a lot of Critical Role before. I knew what it was, and I liked Vox Machina. Um, right. But doing a little bit of that now that I'm you know looking at it, and most people consider Matt Mercer to be one of the best dms ever so well into um, entertainment
2: yeah I, I always get a little yeah. bit i don't know if <laughs> "miff" is the right word but everyone's like oh my gosh D- my master's like the best dm ever i'm just like well there's amazing dms that a lot of them most of them just aren't on a screen <laughs> yeah 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 well, he, But yeah. he's he is absolutely a fantastic dm that is true it is true yep
1: and I, and i've been doing that too is like reading like the critiques against him and stuff too like what mm-hmm. is he doing right what is he doing wrong yeah um, i think a lot of people just fight. like that i think the worry i always have with critical role is people
2: consume critical role whether it be mocking a show or like just actual critical role like the show there um and then mm-hmm. they go into D thinking like oh i'm gonna it's gonna be exactly this experience without yeah realizing that's like these are paid actors <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah I mean, so they're... good at their craft
1: Right, they can voice act and do all these things. Yeah. Uh, so as long as you temper your saw, expectations, though, but I think yeah, you're definitely, fine. yeah. Um, one of the things, like one of the biggest critiques I saw with Matt Mercer, with as far as like actual gameplay, um, if you people watching may want to like DM themselves, is that he kind of over describes, and that's really mm-hmm. good when you're doing something for entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of DMs don't describe enough. Uh, but if he spends ten minutes describing something, it's really cool for you watching. A little the Tolkien ass. To, a to little bit. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, if you're it's playing, true. you're like, "All right, dude, get over yourself." Like, let's go. Um, if you were actually playing, and like you said, they're actors, so they they give these like big, broad reactions to things uh, that if you were in like a normal room playing, you would kind of be like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> um, so finding that balance is really, really interesting. There's some other really cool i don't have any other names um but other like dms that i've seen on like tiktok and stuff and we're watching some of their uh critiques and their their uh, hints and tips and all those kind of things uh and so it's cool i'm, I'm ready to dive in i don't think it'll be a lot of fun <laughs> um nice i'm definitely one of those that i didn't really want to dm i want to play there we don't have a dm though so i'm gonna i'm gonna dm kind of situation but i think because of that I'm really wanting to DM with, like, the players in mind. Like, I want them to have fun. Um, I've read a lot, and I've, I've experienced this before, but DMs that are real spiteful against their players, and I don't really understand that. Maybe I will after a few uh, sessions. But it's just weird to me that you would, like, kind of revenge against your, your players. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think going into that might <laughs> be helpful. Yeah. We'll see. Just as long as everyone's
2: know. having fun, you're having fun too. Yeah, because like that's the other thing too is like yeah. it's important for the DM to have fun as well. Like you're also playing this game. I you're expect the it, DM sure, to give me like...
0: consequences, but like yeah, what you're talking about just sounds like yeah. And maybe
1: I'm just been fortunate. Like the one shot, uh, we all like had a blast with it. Heck and yeah. Everyone was really cool, mm-hmm. no one was like overly obnoxiously trying to like derail situations. Um, you know, they all wanted to play what was uh, what was made. They didn't want to like. You know completely go left field to something that i hadn't prepared because then it wouldn't be fun for anyone kind of thing uh, and i guess there are players that are like that but i don't know i i like the idea of like the creativity and the improv of it all
0: oh yeah um
1: i did improv in high school as like a um class i guess like an extra extracurricular, extracurricular activity and love that and so this is kind of like another chance to to kind of play with that craft i guess thank
2: you it's so fun i love d
1: yeah our first campaign our first session i should say is ju- the th- we're gonna do it every third week of the month starting in july so i've okay, got time wow. for them to get nice. the characters and Very lots of prep time i'm way ahead of uh getting way ahead of myself but <laughs> oh that's wanted fine a of wait for the summer to get over and uh, it gives me plenty of time to build what i need to build out and decide what i want to do
2: yeah no that's awesome yeah
1: my keep you guys updated
2: that's cool our our campaign of like three years is ending memorial day weekend so i'll be you'll
1: be able to pick up
2: like i'll be done with my big long campaign then you're gonna start yours
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it'll be cool i'm very excited about it i think it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, we can get into the video game news.
0: Though. Cool. Um, so you're mentioning okay. you mentioned Matt Mercer, right? Uh, you know what else Matt Mercer does? He does. He voices Gandorf. He, voices
2: he, Gandalf. he, he voices Yes, Gandalf. baby.
0: He voices he really, Gandorf. He's the voice. That. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was like, when you, I was like, I cannot wait for that segue. <laughs> what dude. a perfect I was like, segue. Yes, dude. That's <laughs> <I was> awesome. <laughs> oh, voice anyway. actor
2: first, DM second. Man, yeah. he's so cool.
0: Um, yeah, no. So, um, I, I so what I'm men- What I'm talking about is the um, Tears of the Kingdom uh, final trailer happened recently, and to Man. me at first, at first I didn't watch it because I'm like, okay, we've already seen so much of this game. Like, what else do I need to see? Uh, but apparently, everybody needed to see Gannondorf. Um, I mean, it's finally.
2: I think. Like, they gave us such little information up until this point where they were like, oh, you know, there's Sky Islands, guys, and you have a weird looking arm. And we're like, we want to know more. And then eventually they're like, this is kind of nuts and bolts. Like, you can make little makeshift things and you can fuse weapons with things, which is, like, really fun. And we're like, okay, cool. Gameplay, we're getting there. Awesome. We understand what the gameplay is going to (laughs) be. what's the story? What's the plot? Are we gonna know any... And then we're starting to see that finally, not necessarily hardline plot, but, like, enough to theorize on it and enough to be, like, to confirm some theories, too, because, like, I don't Mm. know. I went pretty deep into all the theory crafting and and watching theories from Breath of the Wild, like, all the Zonai stuff. So the fact that Zonai is, like, confirmed in, through this
0: trailer. I think it's so cool. I'm just like, let's go. Like, <laughs> I I do think it's it's neat that, like, so a lot of Zelda games, I mean, I guess I can't, I haven't played every Zelda game, but I've played a lot of them. And it usually seems like there's one, like, second type of, you know, second half or, like, how, like, yeah. how, like, Ocarina of Time you have Adult Link, um, mm-hmm. you know, Link to the Past you have the Dark World and things like that. And then, like, other games have that like second half gimmick most of the time or it seems like they just did that with breath of the wild and t- and split it into two games because now you're getting into this almost like not that it wasn't already a post-apocalyptic setting but now it's like even feels like it's even worse like it's just like oh like yeah this is gonna get a lot sc- a lot scarier than you know than it already was It's it looks like to me by watching that trailer um like it's not it wasn't over kind of a thing um yeah, I think it's exciting. Um I'd mentioned how I th- I believe I mentioned the the little glitch that I did last week on Breath of the Wild. Um I still don't know if I'm going to get to Tears of the Kingdom at all. Um because I really need to finish Breath of the Wild first. But um it's exciting. It's almost here. Like yeah, April's going to be over before we know it.
2: I think I'm finally starting to get excited for it again cuz I think yeah. this is like kind of the push I needed. where it's like, "Oh, you know, like This looks fun and cool, but so
0: far away. This looks fun and cool, but so far away. And now finally I'm like,
2: not that far away. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be
0: more than Breath of the Wild 2.0 now at this point. like I think Exactly.
2: Yeah. Like, they're they're still just regular Hyrule, but now there's just stuff in the sky. There's new gameplay elements, potentially replacing some other ones. Like, we don't see the Sheikah Slate, we just see stuff with his arm, which is totally fine with me. I think that's great, even.
0: Yeah.
2: Um but then an evolution on the story. I'm just like, "Oh man."
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
2: think it's I think it's
1: great. It'll be the first <laughs> game that I buy full price in a while.
0: I think same. Actually that's the first $70 game for on Nintendo Switch as well. Like at least first party like yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. release. Yep going to
2: eat that during backlog golf but it's okay. I honestly it's recommend fine. what it
0: sounds I think honestly what what I've seen people recommend is that how they have the voucher things back again. If oh, you yeah. if you buy that $100 voucher you're automatically getting Tears of the Kingdom. I mean a lot of people are. You're going to get Tears of the Kingdom for $70 mm-hmm. and that second voucher is going to be used, you know, you can use that on another game. So technically, if you're mm. you're you're buying that other game for like half price at that point, if Zelda if Zelda seventy dollars, yeah. so I don't know like what else they have on that list, but if there's maybe another game you've been wanting to pick up for a long time or that might be yeah. on that list or something like That's I mean I guess this is for like I guess listeners too like if there's a game mm-hmm. on that list that you just haven't picked up yet or something like that might be a good I, it might be good value just to you know you already know you're gonna spend that much money. What's thirty more dollars, you know, and hopefully saving you some money on another thing, kind mm-hmm. of. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. T- uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It's Ganondorf does look. I call. I was calling him Swollendorf earlier because that dude. I, his design, His design is crazy. It, it reminds me of Dude, like, he looks so, looks so good. So cool. He remind it kinda reminds me of like Akuma or something, like just in from Street Fighter. Like the dude. Yeah. Like, the dude just looks like he's ready to just tear it up. Like um. No, he
2: looks so great. Like he really <laughs> yeah. looks like yeah. kind of a mix between Wind Waker and Twilight Princess Dandruff yeah. a bit, which I think is super cool. And also yeah. just insane that unless you count H D remakes, which right now I'm not counting. Yeah. Um last time we saw him. Was
0: Wind Waker on GameCube, like Ganondorf? I mean, Tw- right. Wind Waker came out. Wait, Twilight Princess came out on the Wii.
2: Well, yeah, but it came out first on the GameCube. I'm talking like first, like releases, and I guess sure. Last time we saw him was like well, Twilight, Twilight Princess, Princess HD, and right? Waker HD, and technically Twilight Princess on the Wii. But as far as like new game being released on its original system.
1: New concept of him.
2: New Yeah. That's yeah, okay, crazy yeah, that's to true. me. Like you're you've skipped two generations of consoles. Yep. And that's not even counting yep. handhelds.
1: Well, the last carnation of him. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Minus Smash Bros.
2: That's I mean, okay, fine, sure. But I'm, in a mainline <laughs> Zelda game. Yeah. I guess maybe yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to be more specific. And maybe it's not that interesting <laughs> and cool. I think it's pretty interesting I, and cool. I know it
1: is. I really think it's
2: I think it's crazy to think that he hasn't been in one in in this long, but, like, any Zelda that that there has been has been remakes, a lot of remakes, or, like, Skyward Sword does not have Ganondorf in it. But if you Mm -hmm. watch this trailer, there's just, like, I don't know. Ever since they, like, started talking about, like, the Sky Islands and everything, too, like... There's been a lot of like, oh, Skyward Sword kind of comes into it a bit, Skyward Sword is going to mm-hmm. get into it, and I, I really think there's going to be a lot of Skyward Sword references in this movie. Oh, yeah. Movie? Sorry, Two thousand That is a long 2006
1: time. 2006 would have been the last time. Charlie Princess.
2: Yep. Sheesh. Man, I, I'm really, I'm pretty excited though. I'm like, it'll be uh, a yeah. first time taking out my Switch in a long
0: time, besides playing Smash, of course. That's like all <laughs> I ever
2: do now with my Switch, but uh, that'll be kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah,
0: I guess, like, I always think of Ganondorf first before I think of the other forms of Ganon, just because, like, that's what I grew up on with Ocarina yeah, of Time. Yeah, and he's most iconic. Like, I always had it best. in my head that, like, Ganondorf as Ganon. I, I guess when I think of Ganon, I always think of him as Ganondorf. So in my head, I always mm-hmm. thought I was going to be fighting Ganondorf at the end of Breath of the Wild anyway. But I'm like, oh, I forgot that. Uh-huh. They're like two separate things.
1: Yeah, Calamity um, Ganon. And
0: then yeah. a lot of other games, you got, like, I almost like, don't even want to finish villains. Breath of the Wild right now. I'm just like, I just want Ganondorf, like... Mhm. <laughs> Forget Rehydrated. Fer- Rehydrated. Fer- Rehydrated. Forget yeah. Calamity Ganon and just let me go fight Ganondorf. Um anyway, yeah. Um speaking of more of like new reveals and stuff, um we have a we had a state of play for Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh which I didn't watch initially, but I was like, Oh like, I forgot that was a thing, like, you know, and I figured it'd be fun to talk about on the podcast. Um and I, I watched bits and pieces of it I didn't watch all the way through but IGN had the different like pieces of the showcase as like videos and it looks pretty crazy as far as like being a Final Fantasy game it's weird like watching that combat because I just see Devil May Cry combat I see like that just crazy combo nonsense like you know that that game is known for I mean obviously it's the Devil May Cry um you know combat designer or obviously um but it looks Final Fantasy 16 looks cool. It looks like it's gonna be up my alley. It looks like a prim, primarily an action game. Looks like there's definitely a map and exploration. Um, you know, like so. It's like I wondered how much of an RPG actually this game was actually gonna be, and it seems like I don't know just because it, you know of the combat, and then I saw kind of more of it from the showcase, and I was like, oh wow, like hopefully the OG, well not OG I guess, but just hopefully those people that have been a fan of the franchise for a long time. Hopefully, there's still going to be plenty that uh, they can enjoy. I saw that eventually, you pro- you'll be able to ride a chocobo across like the map, which looks fun. So cool. Um, I'm like, yes. Just give let me, like, yeah, let me ride chocobos again. Yes. Um, it sounds like the character you'll be playing as the character through a few different phases of his life and stuff like that. Um, I don't know that you can control party members. They're probably going to do that thing, um, like they did in what 15, where you just like have the actions like you Know of the party members, um, but I think it was just mo- mostly focused on the one character, I think his name is Clive. Or, um, but it looks fun. Um, Heck yeah. and this this is coming out in Excited. June, yeah. I'm definitely gonna check out Final Fantasy 16. Uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, yes, we were talking about it earlier. I really enjoyed I,
1: 15, and that was as someone who doesn't like I don't play a lot of Final Fantasy games. It I, enjoyed cause it cause that's too. probably why
2: you liked it, TBH, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it, I too, a lot of for the same reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, liked, so my yeah. my wife is a huge Final Fantasy fan, and mm-hmm. I'm a huge Zelda fan. Right. Uh, and so I like Breath of the Wild. It wasn't, like, the mm-hmm. best Zelda game I've ever played. Where I was like, this is really cool and different. Yeah. Um, it's still a really good game. And she, like... You can't platinum a Nintendo, but basically, like, got all the Korok seeds, got all the uh, shrines. Wow. And, and nice. uh, I definitely did do that. I did <laughs> the game, and it was done. <laughs> and then Final Fantasy XV... Uh, I went, I like beat the <coughs> and I did the pickyos. and I did all of the extra stuff. And uh, she didn't even beat the game, she was like, It's not the best, battle. <laughs> like, this is amazing. Uh,
0: that's that's a game I yeah. fell off so hard that I really enjoyed too. Um, I'm excited for 16. Yeah, 16 looks awesome. Like, I'm it, it looks really fun to play. Um, yeah, so. Uh, That's coming out like uh, in in June, so after people have had time to play Tears of the Kingdom, they can jump to Final Fantasy. So, um, the last piece of news we have is, uh, um, you know, we talked about some of us are are bitter about this Harry Potter news we have today. Uh, So, Quidditch Champions was announced today, and I so I'm like. Yes, so I'm like, okay, cool, but is this why most broomstick- people don't even know what Broomstick
1: League is? No,
0: right?
2: They don't. I, I remember <laughs> Ridge so, Farm remembers.
0: So Broomstick League was this game, and it was basically Quidditch, but it was three, it was like three on three, like Rocket League. Like it I would was say, basi- it's basically Rocket League. It's Rocket League, but on a broom. Like on brooms. <laughs> yes, uh, and it was It was
1: very goofy. The uh, mechanics or like the physics weren't perfect. They were very Rocket League esque.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was... Like, and then so we were in talks to get our logo in the game. What was the most exciting about that was we didn't even... Our logo hadn't even officially... Like, when we launched our... Re- what is it? Re- I guess rebranding, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's the proper term for it. But I sent them our new logo before anybody else even saw it. Because I'm like, this is perfect timing. We're rebranding. Like...
1: Let's yeah, go! Huge, so cool. I would have been huge but it would have been really cool. So I so would really excited about it's it. It's
0: not just the fact that we're going to get our logo. I, I actually enjoyed the game. I streamed it. Yeah. Uh, on, I streamed it for one of our pledge drives because I'm like I'm so excited I never got to play. This. I
1: was like I'll just wait till it comes out. And then
0: and, uh, it wrap. was announced for PS4 and everything. Um, like, like they yeah. even sent us a copy, and it was just like I got to basically show that game to everybody and get people excited about it. And then all of a sudden. Not long after, I swear it was maybe within a month. They said, "Hey, we're shutting down, you know, we are we're shutting down our the game. We're no longer we're no longer continuing development." And they have never said why. Um and then apparently this game, uh, it's from a dev who's done some PC games and they're also like helping I guess with development of Suicide Squad. Um mm, okay. Apparently um it's called Unbroken um and uh, they apparently this game has been in development for a few years, and I, I'm going to look up when Broomstick League <laughs> was coming out. Uh, Let me see. Remember. Let's see, Quidditch-inspired Broomstick League game. Yeah, 2020. Sounds Three right. Years Three um, years ago. I would bet quit champions is the reason cuz i was trying to figure out why cuz at first i thought like maybe the leaks of and rumors of hogwarts legacy were like were the reason but no like 3 years 3 years later here we are and i'm like yep this has to be the reason that uh, broomstick league got canceled yeah. like so it better be it better be good it, it better, better be good. as good as broomstick league and it it better be so i'm confused also because like what is this game gonna be like? Uh, they haven't said they're be EA games. They're they letting should, us sign up present. for. I hope it is because that would be the best thing. They're letting people sign up for play tests without showing like anybody any gameplay or anything. Like I think there's That's just like sus. a teaser video. Uh, I want to see what this game is. <laughs> I really do. I just got through streaming an entire season of Quidditch World Cup on my Twitch channel, and I was mm. ah, like, I just want that. But also, apparently, I guess they do say that it will feature player-created characters. Um, so, okay. I don't know. Like, I just don't know how you're going to do this game. I hope that they just look at Quidditch World Cup and go, okay.
1: Um,
0: and then it's like, I think of like, oh, if they really wanted to do something like Broomstick League, like, the actual sport of Quidditch has more players than just like three or four. So I'm like I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. I'm also hesitant on it. Like I'm just like, oh, like this I'm worried now. <laughs> Cause I was hoping mm-hmm. we were gonna get I was hoping we we're gonna get Quidditch in like Hogwarts Legacy or something. But in hindsight, yeah. after flying around the broom in Hogwarts Legacy, I'm like, I don't wanna play Quidditch with those broom controls. <laughs> so Oof. I'm I think that whatever this is going to be, I hope it's good. Um because broomstick league had to die for this game (laughs) i'm getting off i'm gonna i'm gonna hop off my my soapbox now but uh yeah that's that's the story on quidditch champions so we can move on
1: yay (laughs) Uh. (laughs) well before we get too sad we will we'll move on to movies we've been watching yeah (laughs) sounds good uh go ahead shelly yeah,
0: uh, I hear. <laughs> yeah,
2: we watched the Mario movie. Um, Wahoo! The Mario movie, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a movie. It really was. It was a movie. But I love
0: you. When in chat you're like, <laughs> it was a movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, I I just watched a movie too, and it was also a movie. It was also a movie. Yeah, Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's um. <laughs> I don't know if it was better or worse than I thought it would be. I think it's better than I thought it was going to be. I did enjoy myself, but um, I think half the reason I enjoyed myself so much was because I was there with one of my friends who loves the Mario series. Like, he speedruns Mario 64, that sort of thing. Like, he loves Mario. Um, And so every time there's a reference or thing, which, you know, that's what the movie is, right? i like look to him and he'll just like if, like just make some face he'll be like oh my gosh like and so i think that was like half the reason i had such a good time was just like watching <laughs> his react and like all of us it was like a group of like four of us and all of us would just be like cringing at certain parts but like not necessarily the bad cringe just like a, oh man they what a deep cut stuff like that like we just feel like oh man like they did the thing because we're all like you know grew up on mario games um but it was really fun. Definitely fun to see in a group at a theater. I feel like it'd probably be really awkward at home. I just itself. realized we could get sorry. Flood
0: in a Mario sequel <laughs> at some point. Mm-hmm.
2: But, uh, yeah, no, it was really fun. I, and I'm definitely glad I watched it and saw it. But it's like, it was a fever dream. Like, it, even later on that day, I was trying to, like, Ask my husband and just be like, "Oh, you know what was your favorite part?" And like, "What'd you think of the movie?" I'm just, like, I'm barely having a hard time thinking about the movie. Like, I'm ser- I'm like, what happened? Like, things happened. Did mm-hmm. I just make this up? Like, there's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's really it was really like, it's a really strange feeling. I don't know if anyone else who's seen this movie kind of understands what I'm trying to say. Um, it's just you know you go to see a movie that has Mario and friends in it. Um, that's just about Mario. And that's what you get. Like it's it meets those expectations very
0: solidly. It's um, a trip. It even got made in in my mind. I know like, it's this is...
2: crazy. When um, I saw that Nintendo
0: logo, like I was just like so weird. Wow, I was like this was is like, crazy. Oh, so in so, that way, I get what you're saying. I'm just like yeah, What's...
2: it felt really. It definitely felt surreal. Yeah. Um, but no, and it definitely was a good time and I think kids definitely have fun watching it and I think adults does mm-hmm. have fun watching it. I think as, as long as you played a Mario game or two, you'll have fun watching it. But I don't think, you know, if you don't play Mario games or you haven't played many, even if you haven't played many Mario games, you may not like this movie. Like, I think it's only really good if you have played Mario games in like more than one. Because they reference multiple, and I'm not just talking about Mm -hmm. like Mario Hardline games. I mean, like any game with Mario in it, right? There's
0: even references my mom gets, which yeah, like (laughs) like, which trips me out.
2: So it was definitely worth it, and it was definitely fun, uh, but like so weird. (laughs) Like I think everyone, it's like I'm finally understanding why people have the reactions they do because I feel like other people are having very similar reactions of like, yeah, the the Mario movie. It was fun. It was weird. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Um, Jack Black was amazing. It was crazy because I guess here's what I will say. Um, Jack Black was just Jack Black, but in a good way as Bowser. Seth Rogen was just Seth Rogen um, as Donkey Kong, but in a bad way. (laughs) And then everybody else, I think, like blended with their character really well. And you couldn't really be like, you could just, they could have been anyone kind of thing. But I thought that was interesting, where I was like, "Oh man, Jack Black is obviously having a really good time with this," and then Seth Rogen was just like, "I'm like, is that is that really what Donkey Kong's like? I don't think so, but okay, it's Seth Rogen, you know." So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's those are my thoughts on the Mario movie. I feel like there's <laughs> there's just not not many thoughts to be had, you know. There's just not many hope, thoughts to be had. I'll, I'll
0: stand by and say that it was like. I think it was really fun, and it like it was very if you fun. if you didn't if you didn't have if you don't if you didn't have those like Mario characters, like if this wasn't a Mario movie, it probably wouldn't be a good movie. But the fact that it is, I guess, makes it a little makes it like more okay. fun. Yeah, it makes it more okay. I mean,
2: you go to see Mario references, and that's all yes. it is. Yeah, yes, I mean, it, I okay. agree.
0: Yeah, the video games don't really have like store like that heavy of stories anyway, or anything like that. Like, I mean. Nobody, remember, nobody remembers Mario games for any plot points, maybe except. I maybe do. If you, maybe Sunshine a, plot or, twists. I remember oh, okay. sunshine well, I guess plot twists. Yeah, um, either way. But I sunshine guess maybe if you good. maybe if you play mm-hmm. the Mario RPG games and stuff too, like I oh love absolutely the, those are good I love the humor in the Mario and the Luigi games, but um, mm-hmm. like other than those, this, you guys have seen uh, it. Uh, gotcha.
1: How does it compare to Wreck It Ralph? Oh, better is that
2: Apple's original. Oh, uh, well, okay. Better than the sequel.
0: Yes. Ralph Breaks the
2: Internet was bad. This, yeah. But Wreck-It Ralph I think is a better story. Yes. Okay. And I think it holds up really really well on its own as with original characters that just happens to have other video games mm-hmm. kind of reference in it. Um, so I think in that way, it's a it's a it's a better movie because it's more original. Yeah, if that makes sense. Whereas this was just a regurgitation of a bunch of Mario nostalgia,
0: Mario. <laughs> right. which yeah,
2: obviously I enjoy because I'm the target audience. But by principle, I have to say it's worse. By principle. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe you'll love it. In fact, I think you will. <laughs> I think you'll really like it. Yeah, I'm
0: sure I will. Yeah, yeah. it's I'm it's, easy, it's fun.
2: Um, but, yeah. Uh, I also watched a movie called Galaxy Quest.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Which i never lot.
2: watched before, and we were um, we were just bored, and we didn't really want to watch... We wanted to watch something silly, and um, we didn't feel like watching any, like, new shows or anything, or anything serious, so um, we were kind of, like, going through our streaming services trying to figure out what to watch, and my husband's like, hey, have you seen Galaxy Quest? You're a big Star Trek fan, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, That's it's perfect. just a total spoof on star trek but i loved it i thought it was so fun there was not mm-hmm. many moments there weren't almost any moments i think that made me like laugh out loud or anything but i just thought it was like a fun and almost like wholesome movie like all the way through i just thought it was like so like i loved the aliens that they're working with um yeah who don't know like the premise of galaxy quest because i didn't know is like there's these actors who play in a mo- uh, sorry a show called galaxy quest that's essentially star trek it's very very similar and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh it has tim allen it has sigourney weaver it has alan rickman which i'm like holy lineup bro
0: (laughs) it's got such a cult following now too like when i was younger i was just like oh that's a fine movie i guess like then later on i'm like wow there's a lot of people that like weirdly like love this movie um and it it is fun dwight
2: from the office is in it as well very briefly he's not that (laughs) he wasn't popular yet but he's in it um which is yeah. like a perfect role for him, honestly. But yeah, it's so basically it's these actors in this fake show or this show that I say in the universe. It's basically Star Trek, but then they end up having to basically do a real version of the show. Like that, like some aliens ask for some help, and then they end up doing essentially Star Trek things and stuff that they have to do in Galaxy Quest as the actors, <laughs> and they're like. But we don't know what we're doing but they have to like kind of like embrace their roles and embrace what they've done and i i thought it was so funny (laughs) like sigourney weaver's character i don't even remember any of the characters names right i just i just remember their actors but it was like her whole thing is that she always just reads the uh what the computer says which is totally a thing from star trek right where it's just like computer this and that and then the computer says something and it's like the computer said this and that right and, like, then she starts getting, like, mad throughout the movie if other people start talking to the computer. She's like, no, 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 that's my job. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I thought that was so funny. And, like, she'll just say, like, computer, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just, it was really, it, it was really just kind of, like, fun and simple um, movie that I just, I just liked it. Because if you're a Star Trek fan, I think you would enjoy it. Um, I did.
1: So,
0: yeah. What did you watch, LJ? Yeah, I watched uh, *Suzume*, which is the third movie from the director of *Your Name*. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. he, well, he's done more than those. Like, I guess you know, he's done others that ne- that never made it to the states. But this is like his. Well, this is his like right? third big movie, like like his third okay. like since *Your Name*. I guess this is his third movie. Is it canonically
1: like, technically in *Your Name*? I mean, no, I don't know. No, away, but I don't think any of these. Really, movies,
0: I don't think any of these movies are connected. The um, second movie's connected. Is it
1: to your name? Hundred percent. I don't remember. I never thought it was connected. very, very loosely, but 100% uh, as, uh, one hundred percent. Oh,
0: okay, one of those things. Okay, um, not to give anything away. No, I guess I haven't. I watched it. I think a few years ago, so I don't remember. Um, but yeah. So maybe this movie has does have something like that. Then I'm not sure. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I don't remember at all so but i can tell you that your name obviously i think i think that's why like since that movie got so big this is the third one since that like the director has has done other things like you know before before your name right as well your name is one of my favorite
1: movies as well. yeah and it's so right, good. Yeah. i
0: i liked weathering with you a lot from what i remember um i think i watched it when i had last time i had covid or something then i watched a bunch of movies um so in a way that movie is kind of a fever dream in itself uh, for me uh literally um but i remember enjoying that i'm like i remember debating with myself is this is that is is this good as your as your name or am i just like tripping i'm like i i thought it, i came close um but i think Suzume is being that it's like the third i keep saying the third movie um but being that it's like we've we've done this tw- two other times before um, mm-hmm. because obviously like I like from the trailers, you see like, oh, there's something, you know, there's something kind of kind of important going on. there's there there's usually there's the plots usually tied to this one massive thing that's about to happen or you know something you're expecting to happen um And I think being that we've done this formula before, it does lose some of its like charm, I think and mm-hmm. some of it. But I also looked up that the reason why the, the director has done these movies is because, like, natural disasters and things like that are are a very big... Obviously, the, there's a lot of that oh, big yeah. stuff that's happened in Japan. Yeah. Um, so this movie in particular was, was I guess, influenced by... And I guess all his other movies are influenced by a big earthquake that happened in 2011 over there, big earthquake and tsunami. And so, like, to me, it's like, oh, while, while uh, all of us in the West probably don't connect with that as much... He and other, uh, you know, people there are probably, you know, it's probably uprooted their lives and had a big impact, you know. Um, so obviously he keeps making these movies based off of that experience or that trauma or, you know, um, I like it. It's it's a fun movie. I was surprised because I expected to in to go in watching the dub, but I, uh, but then when I walked in there, it was subtitles, and I'm like, you know what? This is I'm still gonna roll with this. This is I'm like, it'll be fun to watch the subbed version and then the dub version whenever it comes out to like streaming services and stuff. Uh, it's pretty fun. Um, I don't know what to necessarily say without spoilers, but the trailer does show that um, this thing this thing happens and like the love interest of the movie gets turned into a chair. <laughs> and so um, the main character, the girl main character, she is stuck following around this chair while this big catacly- while this big cataclysmic thing is like happening or this big important event mm-hmm. um and it's the humor is really fun um it's it's definitely it's quite a, an adventure i think which these movies tend to be um i just don't think it's as strong as your name or weathering with you i think it's yeah that's okay it's fun and perfectly enjoyable it still looks absolutely pretty like all of these movies this animation studio does some really 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 amazing work um and i would say it is a very cinematic experience like um and i'm sure especially overseas i'm sure these movies are absolutely like huge um and this it came out in november i think in japan of like last year and we're barely we barely got it um yeah i enjoyed it though i'm gonna watch it again just because i want to hear like what the dubbed voices are like um but I think the plot is is really kind of interesting. They, uh, it seems like all of these movies have some kind of like supernatural element that doesn't really get explained, um, which I think is also interesting. Like there's a lot that's kind of leaves your brain thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which I think is cool too, and is an enjoyable part about them. And I'd still think like I keep every time I watch one of these movies, I always think like, I wonder how many people that aren't anime fans like watch these movies and enjoy them, or have watched them and enjoy them. So like I still mm-hmm. debate like ooh could I show my mom one of these movies and your name would have been the movie I just haven't showed her yet which I own on Blu-ray so I still might mm-hmm. but um, I think these my mom movies... doesn't
1: like anime and she enjoyed your name
0: right so that and that's why I'm thinking like these wow this one still isn't as good as the other two I think it's still gonna have a lot of merit um, mm-hmm. as a cinematic experience like so I, yeah I still think it's enjoyable though like if you're gonna I think Weathering with You came to HBO Max eventually so I wonder if. Um, this will come to like a streaming service. I know since Funimation's, uh, since Crunchyroll and Funimation are a thing, I know this is like attached to, at least here in the West, attached to the Crunchyroll name. So yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it'll come to that or if it'll come to a mainstream, uh, streaming service. So I'd say wait for that or wait till like in the next few months, I'm sure it'll pop up like on demand or like on a street on like, you know, as a rental. So if you want to spend like maybe four or five bucks to rent it and check it out and see for yourself whether it's like, you know, as good or not. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I watched the uh, D yeah. and D movie on Thieves. Nice. And uh, I enjoyed it. I I came in with very low expectations though, so I don't know if it was necessarily like an amazing movie by any means sure <laughs> a lot of people said guardians of the galaxy but medieval and that fits it pretty well yeah gotcha it's very goofy and silly uh it takes place in dungeon dragons like lore which is really cool yes if you've played any module of anything from like D, you're gonna recognize some of the names which, which i is super
2: mm-hmm. haven't but that's okay
1: that's oh
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I started with the, is it the Mines of Fendalar or whatever, Caves of Fendalar, uh, whatever it is. And that kind of gives you a rundown of a lot of the geography in in D&D. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of lore stuff that uh, it was really cool, and that was what I appreciated. Uh, it's also very mm-hmm. much a and d campaign. You could kind of tell it, it almost does feel like they did a and d campaign. It, it reminds then... me of
0: what you said about like watching um, uh, Fox Machina.
1: Yeah, yeah. You could see the rolls, and you could see yes. the DM like making stuff up as he goes, even though you don't actually physically literally like, see that. You when stupid kind of, like, stuff happens, it as you watch it.
0: yeah, like when stupid stuff happens, it's not necessarily for the humor. It's more of a oh, I could see myself making a mistake or a player making a mistake on a roll. Right or like certain things they do, I'm like, yeah, me and my friends would totally do some stupid crap like that, like you know. Some like... of
1: the names that they use are very. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to give anything away. Very Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And, yeah. Uh... <laughs> so it's it's cool in that respect, which is interesting because it wasn't really what I wanted out of a D and D movie necessarily. I remember we were talking about this before the movie came out. Yeah. I kind of was like I'd rather a movie be serious because I can have the goofiness in my own campaigns, but. I do feel like this was probably really well executed as far as like an advertisement, yeah, for D and D. Like, I think people are gonna watch this and be like, "I want to watch D, I want to play D and D now that I've seen this movie." Yeah, um, and that's good. I think that people should check out D and D at least once uh, and play like a one shot or something. It's just such a cool experience and such a um, a bonding experience for friends to to do these things. So. I I like it. I think you should invite your friends to go watch
0: it. That's what uh, we were talking about, I think a few weeks ago. Like you're going when you go see this movie, you're gonna go see it with friends. You're gonna go see it with your party. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. so that movie And I do think yeah. that
1: seeing it like it not taking itself seriously was probably for the better. I might retract my statement a little bit. I think of World of Warcraft and World of Warcraft took itself very seriously and it was too cheesy to be taken seriously. So this movie kind of like joking about itself, I think was a good thing. So they should have had
0: uh, Leroy Jenkins in uh, the Warcraft movie then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the World of Warcraft
1: movie. I mean it, it took itself so seriously. It was apparently so that movie did that super
0: coming. well internationally.
1: Did it really? Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. No. It, it was not a great movie. <laughs> no. I really was excited. I was more excited for that than I was for this, but I think i uh, have yeah. that movie happily, happily <laughs> pleased with it happily surprised um i my guess is that they'll make sequels to this and that they will make spin-offs of this that take place in that world this that and the mario parties. movie
0: feel like kindred yeah. spirits kind of like mm-hmm. the plot is goofy there's tons of references and they're both like a really good time i think
1: yeah. And there's gonna be tons of references. You're there's like, gonna, oh, that's this thing. That's one of these? Is that this spell?
0: Yeah. And there's gonna sure. be sequels and maybe spin-offs. Like, I don't know about D yeah. I don't know about the D movie if there are gonna be spin-offs per se, but that's getting sequels. Mm-hmm. Like Mario is definitely getting a sequel, and there's so much spin-off potential there too. So
1: yeah. I think it's interesting too. Chris Pine had never played D D before, and so the cast... I mean, you're going to choose a cast that's, like, best suited. But there's a lot of actors that like D&D. And so I would like them to make more some movies, the, even cameing, cameoing the people that do enjoy D&D. Um, John, I can't remember his last name. He was Deathstroke in Snyder Cut.
0: Is it, like, Mangelino or something? Uh...
1: Mangelino, Yeah, he's a huge D&D fan. I wouldn't want a Vin Diesel D&D movie, but Vin Diesel is a huge... I just want Vin Diesel Dressel to <laughs> come
0: out and say, Hand shark." Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for family. Uh, <laughs> yes, that that too. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> he's always he's just, yeah he's got a witch hunter that he loves playing as. Um, they did film, and I don't know how much they filmed. Uh, Chris Pine and the rest of the cast playing D and D. There's a secret um,
0: like campaign or one shot thing that like yeah.
1: There are clips somewhere. I saw i hope it wasn't just a picture i saw it on the internet i didn't have time to, to click it uh, i would definitely want to see like their gameplay of, like them playing the game chris pine said he loved it he said it's a game made for actors like it's perfect for actors that makes oh, sense it makes why sense. all the voice yeah.
0: actors are like real okay. into it then too super like... yep because mm-hmm. they get to a, create yeah. their own character that Gosh. they want to play
2: instead of being told or, like, typecast uh, it or right. something.
0: And it really, like, and they already role play technically, like, as a crew. Absolutely. Like, you know, I, I just yeah. think of yep. how long it It's not only the
1: freedom to do that, but how they want to, Like, they get to play yeah. with that talent that they have. They get and then
0: all yeah. creative freedom
2: with like, any like sort for of exceptions me, from the DM.
0: <laughs> I think of how, like, maybe a player like myself, like, how long it took me to at least get comfortable to be, to, like, have fun with the actual act of role playing. You know, like, most players are probably super intimidated by the right. idea of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Or they yeah. can really dive into yeah that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I gotta see if it's like a YouTube video, if it's just clips of it, <laughs> if it was just a photo. But I really want to see their D anD D stuff. I saw Vin Diesel played with a Critical Role. I don't know if it's any good or not, but that yeah, on my TikTok today. I was like, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> but Vin Diesel is very, very into D anD I've heard that a lot through the years. Um, so we'll see see if it get sequels uh that's not in the news today what is in the news today, shelly
2: so we have some things uh let's talk first about um let's talk about marvel first sure why not let's talk about yeah it. <laughs> so um we have a trailer for the marvels which is a gonna be a movie coming out and it has um all the sort of Marvel girls. So we have like Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and I don't remember uh, Marie Rambo's Rambo. like official name. Oh, yeah. Like, but she's also, she has very sort of powers that are kind of akin to like Captain Marvel a bit. Yeah. Um, I think she becomes
0: mm-hmm. a Captain Marvel in the comics or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like her, it was her mom who was like best friends with her. Uh, with yeah. Marvel. So it's like a whole thing. If you watch WandaVision, you would know. Um, but it's crazy, it's crazy how, like, I have been burnt out on Marvel's, uh for a while. Like, I don't really care at all. But, like, watching this trailer, even though I never watched Miss Marvel, I very long ago watched WandaVision, like, back when it came out, and didn't care that much for Captain Marvel. Like, I thought it was fine. But for some reason, there's a lot of charm in this trailer. And I'm like, you know what? It looks fun. I, <laughs> I like the concept of this. It's finally not finally not just a concept that's like oh we're continuing the you know the multiverse i don't know maybe they'll throw in multiverse stuff in fact they probably will who am i kidding so monica is
0: called photon photon Photon. okay cool
2: i wasn't sure but um yeah (laughs) the idea is that whenever they use their powers or if they use their powers in certain ways uh they will each kind of like switch places with one of the other like marvel girls (laughs) And that's just like I think that's like a funny, fun concept. So they kind of have to team up to figure out. It sounds like right from the trailer, they kind of have to team up to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on, also to keep themselves from having to teleport like across the world and universe from each other, right? Because they're they kind of can go anywhere they want. Um, but I think that's super cool, and it kind of makes me want to watch Miss Marvel because she was just so like cute <laughs> and like so high school. And I'm just like <laughs> Miss Marvel. I like that function. a lot. Like yeah, it's got I- its
0: issues too, but it's fun.
2: A lot of people told me I would like it. and I just haven't watched it yet. Um, but I don't know. Maybe when this movie comes out, if it's good, maybe I'll watch it. Or maybe I'll watch Miss Marvel to, like, get prepared for it or something. I don't know. But, like, I just, I felt nothing. It's all the
1: good things about, like, a Spider-Man. And we never really got that in the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The teenage stuff. But you're totally I think right. I about that, too. Like, they could have made a Spider-Man, Iron Man movie. Kind of the same vein of Marvel's yeah movie yeah Yeah, and it probably would have been great man that would have been awesome actually oh well but this would be good too i think
2: yeah but i think i don't know the fact that i feel something positive anything at all like when i watch (laughs) the guardians 3 trailers i feel nothing absolutely i don't even feel disgust or like i feel nothing um but i feel something on this and it's a little bit fuzzy and i'm like that's at least something that's good. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> finally. Like I didn't feel anything for the Quantum Mania trailers. It's a James Gun
1: movie knowing you know. that he's done. Mhm. He's like he's yeah. in DC now. And we're like we don't care about your
2: Yeah, uh, it's I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird, but and it could still have all the potential to be awful. Really it truly does. But um uh, I just think it's cool that they're finally taking a I don't know. It seems like it's going to be more character fo- focused. It's going to be sort of really focused on these three characters, the Marvels, Right. So yeah. I think that's neat because I feel like so far that's not been very character focused. It's been very like big things are happening and it's a superhero movie. I don't know. I don't think I'm describing that well at all, but I just think that this is like, Oh, we actually know all these characters they are all from different shows or movies that have already come out and they get to interact and do fun things. I'm like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's cool. I'm a fan. Um, anyway besides that though uh we finally getting news about the Van Helsing reboot after like three years of no update <laughs> it was like a noun story was we're like getting a van Helsing yeah it was finally um <laughs> director has sort of provided an update saying like yeah it's still happening we're in the writing phase it's like I'm okay I'm
0: okay with my crappy Hugh Jackman movie though too like I don't, yeah I don't know that I, I anyone asked for like a reboot or I don't know what version of Van Helsing this is going to be like no clue but it's
1: kind of yeah I think wait, it's yeah. we uh, not like do we not like his Van Helsing uh Hugh Jackman's
0: I like it apparently like I don't know just apparently like it's not a good movie like no, oh, hmm. I, I love that movie. I enjoyed it yeah it's fun like it's um, I am nostalgic
1: there's nostalgia Yeah there,
0: me though. too yeah I I watch it every almost every year now like just because um mm-hmm. i don't i don't do all that but <laughs> like it's fun uh you get all all the yeah. yeah um i'll watch i mean i'm a sucker for vampire and werewolf themed stuff so i'll yeah definitely watch it watch totally. this whatever it ends up being mm-hmm.
2: maybe it'll be good if
0: they're taking this much time
2: on it you know what i mean it's definitely not a something they're pushing out just to make money maybe maybe they have some heart and soul behind it who knows there's potential yeah uh Finally, speaking of money, (laughs) Super Mario Ah. Bros. movie is still just doing super well. Kind of broke a couple more records um, for its second weekend in the box office. Let's see. It is the second, biggest second weekend for an animated movie topping Frozen 2, which, I mean, it's already beat Frozen 2's opening, so that's, like, not surprising. Um, But it's the seventh overall best second box office weekend just behind The Avengers, which is... A little bit crazier to me. I'm just like, That's oh. crazy to
0: think about.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: that's a little bit... That's pretty... Yeah, kind of a lot bigger. Um, and then when it comes to just post-COVID statistics, it's the biggest second weekend opening um, beating out, I think, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Which is also wow. kind of crazy. And yeah. I think also No Way Home. So... When you, when you throw those movies in there, I don't know why. Frozen 2, I think, I'm like... I kind of hear it in my game, whatever. But then when I hear, second, like, Top yeah. Gun Maverick and No Way Home and, like, MCU movies like well, that, i like, Well, like, second oh, week
0: stats are huge, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think, I'm trying to think of what came out, too, but for, to have that attached, to have that, those stats, uh, uh, like, out of opening weekend, I think is cool.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I think, Are you guys um, ready for a Smash
1: Bros. universe? Yes. <laughs>
0: It's not going to be the one people uh, want, but I
1: think we'll get something. <laughs> no, yeah, be I like... mean, if you get, you get a Mario movie does well, and then they make... I don't know what they make next, but...
2: I don't know. I, I will say this, though. Um,
0: I say you do... Oh, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I didn't really talk about when I was talking about my thoughts before, but I think what this movie does well is I think it really did hit a sweet spot with um, just video game adaptations in general because it mm-hmm. is an original story, But it has all these references and all these nostalgic nods to Mario games. And I think, you know, because we always talk about video game movies and video game adaptations of like, oh, do you take a story from one of the games that already exists? Do you make a new story? Like, what do you do? And honestly, I think like Mario was perfect for this because Mario has so many different games and such loose lore, uh, for lack of a better word. Loose like world building that they really could do whatever the heck they wanted with it and as long as they threw in enough references, which they did, like people are going (laughs) to like it and enjoy it and as long as it's kind of like funny and kind of feel good because it is already a pretty like fun and feel good franchise. I mean, it's a hard franchise in in, in the mainline games, Some of those games are really hard, but like you have like Mario Party, Mario Kart, everyone has played those and and those are like fun party games. You have a good time. So I think they really captured that energy. And put mm-hmm. it in the movie really well. And I think that's what's actually helping in the box office a lot as well. Because usually you'll have like, oh, this video game movie came out. Oh, well, the story's so bad. Or, oh, the story was just from one of the games. And I've already played the game. So, like, it was, I didn't really feel the need like mm-hmm. I need to watch it. And, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Whereas this is something where most people have played a Mario game at some point in their lives. And so they're going to get something from this. I, again, I still think if it's, the more Mario games you have played, the more enjoyment you're going to get out of it as opposed to just playing one or two in your life, probably more is better, but um, it's such a wide audience and they, you know, do have an original story and they do have sort of, they took some creative liberties, that I think worked well for the screen that don't work well for the games. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think it, they hit a really good balance when it comes to video game movie adaptations. I think that's really helping in the box office um, is all I'm trying to say. So,
0: mm-hmm
2: all I'm saying is, it makes sense. That's making so much money. But I think what's going to be really <laughs> interesting is like, how is merch going to happen for this? Because there's already so much Mario merch. Like, is Illumination <laughs> going to get any of that money from merch? Because half the reason, especially Illumination movies, like animated movies in general, like half the move the the um, money, if not more, or at least a significant portion, I guess is what I should say, a significant portion of money they make from movies is purely from merch, especially for Illumination with the Minions. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit, like, curious to see how that goes with them. Because, I mean, they're obviously going to make a ton of movie just from these box office openings, right? Like, they're already making a ton of money. But my next thought is always, oh, are they going to make merch? But I'm like, there's already Mario merch. And it's not really a movie that you could just make specifically Mario movie merch. Like, I can't really imagine what that would look like. They made I'm action figures really already.
0: Okay. <laughs> Um, and it's, the design of Mario and Luigi are very slightly different, it seems, I think it seems like, from, acor- like, according to looking at action figures, because I bought my nephew some regular old Mario action figure stuff yeah. recently. Um. Weird. But they, like, include, I think, like, certain props, and you know, or certain, you know, stuff that, like, but, I mean, it, it, but yes, it looks like it's not that far off. I think you can get, like, a Hot Wheel of, like, the, pl- of their van or whatever, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But you're right, though. There's not much of a difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh,
2: it was a weird thing for me to think about. Yeah. I'm like, what? I mean, there's yeah. already so much merch out there. But
1: Yeah.
2: Anyway, that's uh, that's the movie news.
1: Cool. We will get into television then. Uh, I forgot a movie that I'd watched. We're going to get into a movie uh, that I watched. But it's kind of TV, it. so this works. We can segue <laughs> okay. TV through... Ooh. Uh, a Netflix TV movie, as okay. I to put it. And that is uh, Last Kingdom, Seven Kings Must Die.
0: Oh, the movie kinda okay. movie kind of just snuck out, like didn't it? Like,
1: yeah, that fits really well. I Perfect. didn't see anything about uh, a Last trailer
0: Kingdom. or anything about this.
1: Yeah, it just kind of released. I think that's probably because it's not... Uh, it, it's very much for the Last Kingdom fans. If you haven't watched the Last Kingdom okay. TV shows... Uh, the movie won't make any sense. Like, I was hoping it would be this big epic thing that they would put in theaters.
0: I'm just surprised there was no marketing for it.
1: Yeah, I, they've been weird about Last Kingdom. They got really into this Vikings Valhalla oh. show that they were working on, and so Last Kingdom got canceled even though it was in the top ten. That could uh, be why it was in the top ten. And then they found another favorite uh, they child made the movie. Yeah, but the the new favorite <laughs> child is terrible. So, <laughs> i'm so bummed
0: that sounded um, that was a funny sentence i'm sorry <laughs> Man.
1: it's real bad uh the <laughs> seven kings must die though is like i said you'd want to watch the show to to watch the movie for sure um i'll have to tell my stepdad is that this is out <clears throat> so good it is like they oh. wanted to be twisty and i feel like me and my wife were talking about if it could have been another season. And so the season, the show is really good with like twists and turns in, in the storytelling. And so in the movie, they just kind of crammed all those twists and turns into one movie. Uh, yeah. And so it's like every 15 minutes, you're just like, okay, all right, that's how we're going. Okay. That's what we're doing. And, uh, that was really, really fun to, uh, see in a movie. Cause I haven't had anything that, that twisty in a while. Um, the guy that plays and I can't... Alexander Draymond, I think his name is. Um, always does really well. I think this is probably a weaker performance than some of mm. his stuff in the shows. He phoned it in a little bit, but... Um, I don't know what's behind the scenes, you know? If he's right. in this movie. He might have been done with this as well. They probably made this uh, movie
0: knowing it was cancelled, like, knowing that they were done, you know? like
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but it's a really really cool way to end the series and i feel like um it's disconnected enough from the show that like if it would have been the next season there would have been such a time jump that it would be kind of like odd hmm. yeah um so i recommend highly recommend if you watch the show and you liked the show watch this movie uh if you've never if you're not interested in the show at all this movie won't make sense don't bother watching it
0: i need to get back to the uh, show. But it's on netflix you cool. went... I said I was just saying I need to get back to the show yeah I sure watched like I watched like a season or two and I, I enjoyed it
1: movie is crazy so good I really love the way that they balance I'm gonna say the show overall and the movie just because I don't want to give too much away uh, faith in that um, it can get a mm-hmm. little I guess anti-christian sometimes Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. then there are Christian characters that are in the show that are so good.
0: They kind of plead uh, both cases in a way.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's definitely a kind of a coexist message. Um, but the Christian characters that are, are good Christian characters are done amazingly well. And then they have Christian villains because that's the world that they lived in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, highly recommend. It is mature. Throw that out there. Should always throw it out there. Um, other TV shows I've been watching. Finished the Bad Batch today. It's more Bad Batch. I like the Bad Batch, so it was fun. Uh, mm. Kind of a slower season, but these last, like, the last four episodes. I think well, next I season is
0: the last, right?
1: I don't know. That would make sense. It's Dave Filoni, and I'm almost wondering how much, like, if, if this is going to uh, kind of Intertwined with the rest of Filoni's stuff that he's doing right now Oh, okay I'm not sure It's, it's so much before everything else mm-hmm. It takes place like right as uh, The Empire takes over um, But They have cameos in this season that Literally gave me goosebumps uh, Things that just kind of surprised me And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool So uh, We'll see, I don't know I'm not sure if it's going to be in that Mandalorian movie That Dave Filoni is making, but I would assume there's probably some plot points for happening in this that are important to that movie. I think I'll watch Rebels after this, because I want to watch... You totally
0: should. Rebels isn't that long. it's only four seasons. Yeah.
1: I have so many shows. (laughs) My Hero Academia, and that's the other thing I'm watching. I'm on episode, like, eight or nine now, and the show's good. It's a fun show to watch. I'm just... I don't know why I'm so, like, meh about it. Um, I just want it to be the best thing ever because everyone keeps talking about it like that. And I'm like, that's good. I'm watching it. It's fun. Uh, I think I'm. it's more so that I just want to be done with it. Like, I want, I don't want to not watch it. I just want it to be done. I just want to be done watching it. Or at least caught up so I can watch the new things and be excited and be on the bed with yeah. everyone else. It feels very much like I'm doing it for the FOMO right now. And that's a gross feeling.
0: See, so, yeah, I think I feel like there's a lot of people I know that have like kind of like not given up on my hero, but just have, like, it's not as hype of a thing as it was when it when it came out.
1: Yeah, well, this last season, people, my friends have been all about it. Okay, so it's the best season they've had. Dang, I'm like, yeah. That, so I don't know, if maybe it had a that maybe m- had a lull.
0: That makes me curious. Yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like there was a point where people kind of were like, yeah.
1: Well, I say that too. So, I bet there was a little. I, I one of my friends from work, uh, she had said that she got to an arc, and then her boyfriend got to the same arc, and it was I don't remember what season it was, but it was literally just like the kids, the students facing off. And she said it was like six or seven episodes of them just like fighting each other, and it was boring. Sounds
0: like a good old fashioned tournament arc.
1: Yeah, and so <laughs> it's like, well, that that would make me stop watching too. So yeah. He was like, you could almost skip through it. i was like, okay, I might. <laughs> uh, but that would, you know, you like you're saying, people drop off, they stop talking about it. It stops being such a big deal. Yeah. Humor. Makes sense. Uh, and then, LJ, you and I watched Mandalorian. We got one more episode. Comes out tonight. One more. For those
0: listening.
2: Whoa. We'll be able to watch yeah. it soon. Or not that, tonight, probably
1: we'll this morning. To watch
0: it that, broke my, that broke my brain when you said that. I'm like, what? you're like what like, <laughs> you're like, Get off hold now. On. is this monday or tuesday what day yeah. is it it already
1: <laughs> came out probably by the time this comes out yes
0: i will have watched it first thing in the morning at, at this point <laughs> um
1: i usually watch it that night but uh mandalorian is is good is <sighs> mandalorian not to give too much away for the show but a, a simple question is mandalorian plural so they say it's like the mandalorian and we know a singular mandalorian i'm pretty sure it's mandalorians but i don't, I don't know the way language works i hear them say
0: the mandalorians
1: but i've also heard her be like the mandalorian way
0: i think it's just the way of the race so I'm like, if mandalorian, i if mean, or or the way of a are Manda- they the, the mandalorian no but they i are feel the mandalorians. like I, you sound like a meme now are they the Mandal? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a meme. Um,
1: <laughs> so they are—they're the Mandalorians. They're not yes,
0: the Mandalorian. yes, the Mandalorian people. Um, That's see, the Mandalorian people. Yeah,
1: they are the Mandalorian. Um, I don't know. I think there's some wordplay going on with uh, the show right now. I
0: know what you're trying to do. Though. I, I know. Uh. I just hope that they wrap this season up gracefully. Um, like, that they're... I don't know what they can do at this point. Um, I th- This past episode was good, though. I enjoyed it. And, and I, I've, I keep describing this as, like, I feel like this is the most Marvel Star Wars show ever. Because there was a lot yeah. of nonsense going on in, in between episodes and different plot points and everything. But then they decide, oh, hey, remember this? We're going to wrap up this plot now because we're done um and that's what it kind of feels like they're doing mm-hmm. uh so when i feel like they could have spent the whole point doing it, or the whole season doing this mm. like with each episode um yeah that's all i'm gonna say
1: <laughs> yeah i it's kind of hard without giving a lot of spoilers and stuff yep um i think even bringing up the mandalorian question uh i'm, I'm genuinely curious what your opinion on that was uh It feels like the show could... You could add an S to the end of it now. And that's kind of exciting. That's in the trailers. You see that there's a bunch of Mandalorians. But um, it it feels very much like it's not about our Mandalorian anymore. It's about the Mandalorian people.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is cool. (laughs) I I like that. I think that broadening it would be a cool way to do that. We'll see how it goes. Um, As long as... There are rumors of getting rid of Pedro Pascal like circulating and I don't know if there's any um truth to that. I've just it's been on the little like news Facebook pages That's that I weird. see. Okay. Uh, I, and that would be a bummer. I, I really have like thoughts, him, so. but I'm
0: not going to say them here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um we'll see. We got one more episode. I don't think we could do a movie without Pedro Pascal. Like, that would be dumb. They could. It'd be annoying.
0: I'm like, why would you create this character, then? Why would you, like, do all... Go through all this work?
1: Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about it after it comes out. Yeah. uh, What else have you been watching, LJ?
0: Um, I've been watching... To keep it in Star Wars, I've been watching more Rebels and... The third, the, yes. the third season, I think, takes an interesting turn, um, and I'm still I'm almost through the third season to get to the last season. It's good. Uh, I, I do recommend watching it. Um, the first season I feel like is kind of the weakest, uh, but then it just progressively gets better and better and better. Um, yeah, so highly recommend it. Um, I've also been watching Ted Lasso. I feel like Ted Lasso is a is a show that like I've been wanting to like this season. But I feel like this last episode was really weird. And now I'm trying to figure out what that show is trying to do. And I think this is the final season for that show. So I'm like highly confused uh, as to where that show is at right now. So it's one of those things. It remains to be seen. But yeah, that's where I'm at with it. And that's it. Cool.
1: Sweet. We will get into TV news then. Uh, Let me keep this kind of (laughs) quick. Speaking of Harry Potter. We have a reboot. Uh, it's gonna be a TV show. For the sounds of it, it will be a Harry Potter like actual Harry Potter reboot.
0: I'm so mad. One, so it's uh one. Wait, is it one season? No. Yeah one one season per movie I think or per book.
1: Harry Potter remake TV show at HBO Max now just
0: called Max. Mm-hmm.
1: Not HBO anymore. Yep. Yep. Uh, hey. Each season of the show will adapt one of Rowling's seven novels. Yep. Uh, and the author will serve as an executive producer, for um, being J.K. Rowling. <laughs> kind of, from the sounds of it, I don't want to get like too political or too opinionated into this, but basically, from what I've gathered, they didn't want J.K. Rowling, and J.K. Rowling said, that's fine, but I have the rights to this, so you need to pay me a ridiculous amount of money
0: to take my property
1: and do what you want with it. Really And just she was man. like... N- they were like no we can't afford that so she's the producer of the show
0: I like. what can i pay you to stay off my set yeah yeah <laughs> i think it's just it's just yeah i would be if it was
2: if it was years ago if the movies either weren't a thing um or the books were still coming out or something i would probably actually be really excited i think generally speaking having shows cover um like a season per book like a lot of times it's actually gonna let you actually see more stuff that happens in the book there's less stuff that you need to cut out um Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways having a show for a series like this is like really beneficial it's a smart idea but too it is it's a smart idea however one movie series isn't even that old so it still feels like that just feels too soon for me personally Two, yeah. JK Rowling is. And again, I'm not going to get political here because obviously there's lots of political sort of like, you know, people have opinions on her from a political standpoint, but yeah. I have opinions on her. Yes. From a political standpoint, but I won't talk about that from a creative standpoint before she became controversial in a political state in a political way um, mm-hmm. on Twitter and things like that. She took a big nosedive after the book series finished, after the mainland book series finished, um, even like writing the Cursed Child and then like random things she would tweet where she would just add this random thing that's apparently canon. And she would just, and like, I still even remember when she like said, oh yeah, Dumbledore's gay guys. (laughs) And it's like, cool. That wasn't mentioned in any of the books at all. You just made that up at the end because you wanted like diversity points essentially. Like, yeah, she, she, yeah. she's all talk and no show, kind of, um, in that way. So she makes a lot of stupid creative decisions that she just says, oh, yeah, this is canon, because she owns it, right? And so she's just like, oh, I could just do this. She doesn't think of the consequences of it. I mean, already the books themselves, if you think too hard about the actual lore, the canon, the, like, how the world works, it doesn't really work. But at least with the books just themselves, or the movies just themselves... You can yeah. kind of have that suspension of belief. You can kind of be like, okay, cool. A this can kind of get waved away with magic, whatever. But if you like really dig into it. And again, with like all this extra lore and stuff she's adding. Like I remember she made that one website um, where you can like go um, take your quiz to, to see what house you would be in. But then there's also Ilvermorny, Pottermore. which is like the American house. And then she also had all these other houses or not houses. Sorry. Um schools that are like in other parts of the world as well but if you really think critically about them they also just don't make sense uh and i remember like reading through it too and i was just like none of this makes sense like so part of it let me give you an example she goes over how ilver I c- it's why she has to make everything impossible say i don't know um was created And I think one of the founders, some of the founders were like, one was a wizard and one was um, essentially muggle, right? Or nomad, I think is what they're called. According to Fantastic Beasts, which is annoying, but whatever. Um, And so it's like, you would think, oh, okay, so their main school was founded, um, including someone who was non-magical. You would think then... That America would be, like, pretty cool with, like, relations between magical and non-magical peoples. But as you can tell in Fantastic Beasts, those movies, which she also has some creative control over and decisions over, which she also makes awful decisions if you've seen those Uh movies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just utter trash. Um, But one of the things in those movies is that uh, there's a lot of friction between... Magical, non-magical people. And, like, a magical person and non-magical person cannot even, like, get married. They can't date. They can't get married. Um, And that's, like, a big point. And it's, like, okay, why? That doesn't make any through-line sense of, like, oh, your your magical school in the way magic was sort of, like, introduced in the Harry Potter sort of traditional wizarding world way to America um, was through a magical, non-magical, like, union of peoples. All of a sudden, that's not allowed in the future. Like, that's just, like, that's baffling to me. Because, like, obviously in Hogwarts and, like, or, like, in the Harry Potter universe, like, that happens, right? Like, Harry's parents was someone who was, well, not his parents, but one of them was, uh, okay. that's not a good example. They exist, though, right? There's people who are, like, non-magical and magical who, like, get married or whatever. And it's fine. It's not a big problem. But it's just, like, why does she make these... Yeah, and, like, it's like, why does she make these creative decisions? I still forget. I'll never forget the time in which she's like, oh, yeah, because Hogwarts existed before plumbing existed. Um, When students need to, like, do their business, they would just do it out in the open and then just poof away the evidence. And I thought, that is so Uh... unhinged. I hate this. (laughs) You should take like someone needs to revoke creative control from her and unfortunately she's going to just insert herself in this and it's going to make like even though the original Harry Potter series is like still wonderful and very dear to my heart um she's just gonna have enough room to just insert some really awful things I'm sure just again from a creative decision yeah um I think she's just gonna put in this weird stuff I mean there's already a bunch of weird stuff with like the house elves And the the goblins. Like, there's already some controversial stuff just in Harry Potter alone. Um, I almost have a feeling that's going to get exasperated. Because she's the type of person where she's like, hey, if you don't like what I do, if you don't like what I think and what I believe, well, I'm going to push back harder. And again, not to get political, but like that's just the type of person she is. And I have a Mm -hmm. feeling she would do that in this series as well, which makes me really nervous. Anyway, I just think her being in creative control is actually a bad idea um as a big harry potter fan i just think the show shouldn't exist
1: i yeah i'm That's like more a of a one of think. like
0: mm-hmm.
1: i don't like reboots i love this idea that we're yeah. just like continuing these worlds and then creating new stories based off of the worlds that were already created instead of just creating the same thing again
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: um which i think is why i hated star wars like the last three like episodes of star wars yeah uh where the they were just reboots. <laughs> it was a reboot disguise. Give um, yeah, mean, new original stories, uh, but also I wouldn't trust Jake Rod with new original stories because the Fantastic Beast movies.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Exactly. Harry Potter. I kind of wish they would just leave alone. I know they. I never will. Want them but... to, and they almost <laughs> like did they for a stop.
2: while. For a while. It seemed like, oh, we're going to be yeah. left alone. Then they did Fantastic Beast. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And then that failed, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then Hogwarts Legacy came out, and like that's fine. But now I think that kind of kickstarted this trend of like, oh, yeah, there's still money to be made here, guys. We're going to like-
0: Hogwarts you know, somehow stop. got got uh, away with being something that was actually decent for- Yeah, because
2: she didn't have creative control over it. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that is yeah. why.
1: Warner Bros. Ugh. is trying really hard to be- a disney number two again yeah uh, i kind thought of yeah. like they were at one point they did a good job of that with bugs money and stuff um mm. they've always kind of been competitors but there's been a long time where warner bros has been terrible at being disney um and so it sounds like they're kind of trying again and trying hard it's like
0: it's like we said um, before they're disney's wario hmm.
1: yeah we'll see if it pays off i i doubt it will yeah um, but this is a show not interested and i love harry potter so yeah exactly
2: i feel similar
1: just makes me sad um we also have amazon trying to do its thing um, hopefully better i was watching the was it the creed movies is mgm the lion
0: yeah. yes yep
1: yeah the creed movies had the mgm lion and i was like man i haven't seen the mgm lion in a long time i just don't watch shows that mgm
0: makes. very apparently. specific franchises that mgm is still attached to
1: yeah like james um, bond there are 12 yeah uh properties that amazon believes mgm owns that are good that are good and need to be rebooted um a few of them it looks like the biggest ones are going to be robocop and stargate they're wanting to turn into amazon tv shows and uh stargate was so huge
0: on sci-fi
1: stargate could be cool it makes me a little nervous yeah that's one of those like i don't know robocop sounds like a great tv show
0: You can can get into some sketchy, I think, like, if you, like, I think that could easily be turned into, like, a political thing somehow with RoboCop, but I think a RoboCop show would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I just want RoboCop. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds super fun, uh, especially, like, at Amazon-grade, like, HBO Max That remake, I think Uh, they
0: remade the movie, and I don't think that was very good.
1: Yeah, that wasn't great. (laughs) Um... They have legally blonde. They're working
0: on a TV show for oh, that's funny. And a Panther I, film. I could see legally blonde working as a show.
1: Um, Amazon is also producing a series to compete against James Bond. Uh, you don't know what that's about. That, magnificent seven.
0: That breaks my brain because, like, you have Jack Ryan. I mean, I guess it's not like a spy thing, but you have Jack Ryan and Reacher already.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. They're trying and to you have the without
0: uh, the Tom Clancy thing without remorse, which they can easily just make a Rainbow Six movie or show out of that to compete. So it's like, okay,
1: yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, all these are kind of in the works. I some of it sounds exciting. I would love Amazon to I do. Would, more. I would
0: really like, like a RoboCop show because you could do gritty Detroit like they did in the original movie so well today i think yeah i'm saying
1: i i don't use amazon prime much rock has been it and the boys when it comes out i really don't uh, either i would be okay going on amazon prime more if there was more to watch uh, didn't really get into jack reacher or anything like that so i mean it's not that they don't have shows but
0: Come yeah uh,
1: i definitely could use more amazon i could see in the next 10 years becoming a pretty big rival against everything else Really failed with Lord of the Rings, so we'll see.
0: Which I still need to finish.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, uh, season 2 has had all sorts of trouble. We didn't really talk about it on here, but a horse died, and then um, a oh. set was set on fire. Oh! <laughs> um, yeah, they've been having issues. Uh, so we'll see if season 2 is any better than the first one. Uh, the first season was a dumpster fire, so... Makes sense. Their set would set on fire too. Oh, <laughs> bruh! <laughs> Hopefully, you nobody know was hurt. I feel kind of bad now. Oh my I'm gosh! Really sure, if anyone was hurt or that. Ouch!
2: <laughs> my oh. gosh! Oh,
1: <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm Christian, guys. I need Jesus. Uh, <laughs> we we have our last one is Knuckles. I'm really sad that Knuckles the show isn't called And Knuckles. I feel Missed like opportunity. as aware as they are. It would be so perfect. to yep. call it and Knuckles. I mean we would all call it Knuckles anyways, you guys watched the new episode of Knuckles. Yeah. And Knuckles would Ann be so Knuckles. perfect. Uh anyways, it sounds like I, we didn't really know what this was gonna be. I just I just always was coming back. Um I we still don't know if it's CGI would like Knuckles or if it's like animated. I guess anime is CGI anymore, but like a live action type thing or not. Um, but we have, I just, Elba, Elba, who played Knuckles, and then Adam Pally, I don't know. Um, and Tika Sumter, there's a bunch of names that I don't really know, but they were all in the Sonic movies, and they're returning, so that's kind of cool. And And apparently some of those other
0: actors have done, like, voice work, I I think a bunch of those uh, actors have done voice work already, too, like, so it's like. I assume they're gonna be from Knuckles's like past and flashbacks because we got a lot of that back in a few of the games. So yes. I think they could like do that in this too. And Knuckles. And Knuckles. Knuckle. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, that's really exciting. Uh, <laughs> um, not sure when that's coming out. I don't. It just started production. I think it's supposed to come out before Sonic Three.
0: It just started production that- today.
1: Sometime later this year, yeah. And Sonic the Hedgehog 3 will end in theaters December twentieth, 2024.
0: So Yep. And it's supposed to take place in between Sonic 2 and 3.
1: Yeah. That's cool. I might watch it. I don't know how much I care about the Sonic Universe. I love the movies, but I already but have Paramount
0: Plus anyway, show. so I'm definitely gonna watch it.
1: There you go. mean, if you have it. <laughs> we'll end the podcast there then. You guys geeking out about anything else this week?
0: I no. think that's it for now. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Shelly, where can they find you at?
0: You can find me on Twitter at the theshellshock24.
1: And LJ? You
0: can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at LJ the Paladin.
1: Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at CodyArmor and on twitch.tv slash Grace on Wednesdays. Sweet. Playing Chained Echoes, which is uh, an RPG. It's a lot of fun. Sweet. Cool. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. for listening.